Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 118, looking at Ruth 3 and 4, and then Acts chapter 14 and the first 18 verses. Now, as we go to the book of Ruth, the second half of Ruth tells the romantic story of Ruth and Boaz. Now, in the society of the time, life for Ruth was as good as over. She didn't have a husband, she didn't have a family, and she had no prospects. Yet God provided for her someone who would genuinely care for her and love her. Notice that the care was multifaceted. Boaz cared for her safety, how people would view her, her physical needs like hunger, and her family. Romance, or let's just say at the very least relationship, is not about a good feeling, but a deep level of care in the individual and their whole life. I remember when I was getting married, people would say things like, what's the family like? You're not just marrying Miriam, you're marrying the family. In some senses, that is true, for if I care for Miriam, then I care for her family. Boaz showed great care for Ruth, but also her family in Naomi. Chapter 4 brings a surprising twist. There is competition. Rather than strut his stuff, Boaz was shrewd, God-honouring and respectable. He figured out a way, and with confidence he sought to marry Ruth. In the end, the matter was settled. Boaz and Ruth marry and they give birth to a son. This son was special for two reasons. Firstly, notice that this son brought Naomi her hope. Sometimes we need others to remind us what God can do so that our hope in him returns. Second, this son Obed would be the grandfather of King David and therefore was in the lineage of Jesus. Ruth and Boaz paved way for our Lord Jesus Christ by having a son and calling him Obed. The point I want to make today is this. This story is not about Naomi, Ruth, Boaz or even Obed. This story is about God. Was it chance that Ruth followed Naomi? Chance she found the field of Boaz? Chance that Boaz noticed her? Chance that the competition yielded? Chance that they had a son? None of it was a chance. It was all in God's perfect plan. We must remember that today, nothing is happening by chance. God is orchestrating his plan. He is guiding us through the Spirit. He is moulding us and shaping our lives. Do not fear it. Embrace it. For the perfect plan of God is just that. It is perfect. Let's head into the book of Acts. And it is joyous to read the gospel of Jesus changing lives. As Paul and Barnabas preached the gospel, many followed Jesus. I wonder, do we preach the gospel enough? And in that question, I'm also challenging myself here. Do we preach the good news of Jesus enough that people hear and boldly so that souls would come to Christ? It's a good question to ask often, for we need to be gospel driven in our ministry. Anyway, back to the passage, Paul and Barnabas once again cause a divide. Some follow Jesus, others want Paul and Barnabas punished. But that is the gospel message, and there is only ever going to be two responses, yes or no. The second half of the passage is a little bit more complicated. In Lystra, the people mistook Paul and Barnabas for false gods. They offered sacrifices to them, even when Paul and Barnabas led them to the truth of Jesus. You see, sometimes hearts are hardened to the truth and they simply do what they think is best. Even when the truth is right in front of them, they cannot see it or listen for their hearts seek after their own self-belief. This passage reminds us that we cannot force people to love Jesus. All we can do is faithfully share the message of the gospel. We pray, we preach, we share, we remain faithful and we let the Spirit work on the hearts of the people to draw them to Jesus. So don't get so caught up in the who, in the who has said yes and no. Rather get caught up in our mission. 
to faithfully share the gospel of Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, we pray that we would walk in your perfect plan, that we would embrace it, that we would not fear it, knowing that the Spirit is indeed working in our lives. And Father, we pray that you would give us many opportunities to share the gospel, but more than that, boldness to actually take those opportunities and share the gospel with those that you put in front of us. And so, Father, we pray this in your precious name. Amen.